Hi, I'm Meredith. Hi, I'm Joseph, and you are listening to Are You Waiting for Permission? It's a podcast for those who don't want to wait any longer. All right. Welcome back, listener. We are so glad to have you here again, listening to our podcast. Are you waiting for permission? It's me again, solo, two weeks in a row. Who would have thought? We, our dear friend Joseph is getting much, much better. So let's all thank you for all of your well wishes and that great energy that you were sending our way. And I don't have him in, in the room with me right now to say, Joseph, how are you? So instead, I am just going to dive in. All right, we're going to get this party started, and I'm just going to ask our guest, Rachel, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm really excited. Heck yeah, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you too. So we have Rachel Styles, and what I love about Rachel is I think we're going to have a little geeky theater kind of conversation here, and she's a backstage theater professional. She's an industry coach and a creator of Stage Creatives Network. Yeah, I love, and I love seeing the transition Um, or the transformation of an actor who sits down in the chair and they've just come from a rehearsal or from dinner and they're, they're still getting ready. And then all of a sudden they put their wig on and it's like their face just lights up because the character comes into play. And I love seeing that so much because it's a visual form of creativity and self-expression that I can, that I was talking about before. And I am able to help them get into uh, their craft. Which yeah. Is really powerful. It's so powerful. It's all very powerful. So tell me about where, like, tell me where, where do you, you do a lot of work with helping emerging performers and artists get into the world of theater. So can you talk to me a little bit about that work? I do. So I am one of those people that is kind of all over the place (laughs) and I love knowing people. And for years I have, it's a very referral based industry, Um, But I really love connecting people and I love giving someone a chance and helping them and saying, hey, yeah, you know, I'll send you my resume if you want to take a look at what a professional resume looks like. I, I, I wake up every day with the mindset and the mentality that I want everyone around me to win. Hmm. And I think that that helps a lot. And so if I see someone who I have all these people that I can call upon if I need to, not just to network to get up, but also network to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, it is definitely a mindset hurdle because it takes a ton of self-restraint to say no and to trust that if someone is asking you, they will ask again. And that is huge. And I know it's very hard for people because we're trained in this mindset mentality of, yeah, oh my God, if I say no too many times, then they're going to stop asking. Okay. So maybe they stop, they stop asking, but there's always going to be another opportunity. mm -hmm. Yep. And if 
So one of the things during the pandemic that happened was, you know, the theaters shut down. There was nothing there and people had to find other jobs and other ways of supporting themselves. And for a very long time, people in production have had, you know, we, it's sort of a, an open secret that a lot of us do have supplemental work, but we're embarrassed about it. And I don't want people to be embarrassed anymore. It's like, if you choose to be an artist with a day job, because you find that you love working in theater in a professional capacity, but you got a job as a a business analyst or as a, a website programmer, like that's fine. It does not make you any less of a professional. If you teach yourself or you go to a workshop where you learn how to invest your money because you want to set up systems where you can get quarterly dividends, do it. Like it gives you the financial stability in order to take a step back and to let go of the hustle, which will then actually keep you in your career longer because you have these systems and these mindsets in place that set you up for the long term because it's a marathon and not a sprint. If you get burned out, you're going to quit and then you won't have a career at all. (laughs) So I have supplemented my career in theater for years. I I started as a makeup artist. So then when I started working in theater, I kept Uh, my brand rep job. I was a brand rep um, for five years. And it was great because they would send me into stores because I could set my own hours. I told them what days I could work and I worked around my theater schedule and it was fantastic. Now I have an Etsy um, and you know, I'm starting up Stage Creatives Network because at the end of the day, you need these systems in place to support your career, whether you want to admit it or not. <laughs> well, I think it's beautiful, too. And I, growing up, and I don't know if this was imposed, self-imposed or not self-imposed, it's really hard and kind of the the lines are a little bit blurry there, but there was a lot of shame in the community around having to ha- have additional jobs. Like you weren't making it as an actor and, or a, or a performer or, or artist. And so it's, it's so refreshing now to hear more of these conversations happening uh, because what it boils down to is how you value yourself the, the, you know, and it's um, anyway, I'm just very grateful for the conversations that are happening uh, because they're needed. And the word financial literacy wasn't even a thing when I started off as an actor. Right. And yeah. I, and I'm also what I'm feel, hearing in all of this, too, is to trust. Right. Trust the process. Trust where you are. Trust the experiences that you have. uh given to yourself and have come upon trust the theaters that you've landed in right or the films that you've been cast in or the the gig that you got whatever it is trust where you're at because i feel 
Like that's one thing that if I go back, I was like, I wasn't trusting where I was at. And I was in some pretty great places, but I was like, what's around the corner? Who's noticing me now? Totally different. It's a totally wrong mindset. Yeah, I definitely feel, I love that there's a cultural shift. I love that we're talking about this now and we're all saying it's okay to one, it's okay to ask for more money. It's okay to leave a job that we love if if they demand too much of us or they don't yep. pay us enough. Yep. Um, and it's okay to trust where you are and to be comfortable with not giving all of yourself all the time. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the work that you're doing. Uh, I'm curious, I had one more question about your pillars. Um, Within the networking piece of it, do you have like a mentorship program for people within that? Because I know that was is really powerful tool, the mentor mentee. It sounds like you're quite the brilliant mentor to a lot of people. So I'm curious. Okay, I've got two questions in that. Do you have a mentorship mentee? kind of program and place in there. And then the second thing I'm asking is like, what do you do for self-care? Cause I know Joseph Bennett would be asking that question if he were here. So we don't have a mentor program uh, right now, but the base membership of stage creatives network is free. So okay. anyone can log in, create an account and immediately start connecting with anyone else on the site. Amazing. Okay. And because all of those systems of networking and connection were free to begin with. Just They just weren't centralized. Mm-hmm. So you can log in, you can upload your resume, you can friend anyone on the network. Um, and then the paid option will be the live events and the programming that we're building out in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to... S- specify that one of the things that I'm trying to change and do differently is when we introduce our programming this year, all of it is going to, or not all of it, if the artists, the guest artists are comfortable, then it will be networking forward. Because one of the things I don't like about um, current Uh, educational programmings or lives that I attend is that I don't get to meet anyone. Yeah. If it's virtual, they just dive in and you don't get that live experience where you can chat with people. You can say, how are you? And so I really want to, to experiment with the idea of having a breakout room and having a topic first before we start talking about the main subject because that's the that's the best way to be able to talk to people and to meet people and say how are you oh my oh how are you and then you you know you go back into the session and then at the next session you will know these people instead of just seeing their names pop up oh i think that's brilliant because we all know it's who you know in this industry right yes and yeah. so it's not always So we don't have a, like a mentor mentee, but I do want to offer a networking forward um, source of programming. Um, And 
remind me again what the second question was. Oh, you answer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you do for self-care? Because yeah, you're doing all this service for all of these other people and making people look good. So now what do you do? <laughs> I so. One of the things that I like to teach people or like to uh, push, especially in our industry, is to craft a perfect morning. <laughs> that is one of my favorite ways of self-care is having at least one day a week where I have a what I call a perfect morning where I get up, I'm at peace, I work out, I make coffee, I sit on the porch where I am right now, even though it's a little bit chilly, <laughs> and I have these two hours blocked out to just center and focus and take my time and relax. And that that's one of my favorite ways to self-care. And it's when you work so many evenings in a row in the, in the theater. And then, you know, for me, I'm, I can get wrapped up and, trying to build the business and then also like trying to go like spend time with friends and like it can all get very overwhelming and it is about having just being able to identify okay have i had a perfect morning this week no okay i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna do that today i don't have to answer any emails until 10 a.m <laughs> um that's my that's my favorite form of self-care but i also you know as one of the pillars of stage creatives network is a work-life balance i want to stress that balance does not always mean balanced all the time mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so one of the things that we as theater professionals get down on is that we feel like we have no time when we're working a show and it's it can get very stressful and overwhelming but so i want to give people the tools to look at balancing their whole year or balancing mm. a whole month instead of what we what is traditionally told people of turn off your email at 5 p.m. Well, guess what? I go into work at 5 p.m. <laughs> and or if I'm on vacation, I'm not I sometimes I have to check my email because it's a call from my union rep and she's she's asking if I'm available. If I say yes, I have more peace of peace of mind about knowing what those details are for the upcoming show and I can actually relax on my vacation. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah. I mean, as I've been a serial entrepreneur, I've been a serial um, freelancer my entire life. I've worked, a, I, I lasted two years in a nine to five job and then I got laid off and I took that severance and I never looked back. But I would say that it's important. It's that integration piece, right? We can't just turn off. Yeah. However, I do like the intentionality that you're bringing to this, which is how do we figure out how can I balance this week? How can I balance next week? And as 
in this industry, as it's also true for a lot of other industries, we don't know when our next gig might be. Yeah. Right. So it's it's really about I, I really love the intentionality behind what you're saying and saying it's OK. It's OK to answer a call on a week on a during a vacation because it's going to actually put your mind at rest. Yes. And so like going off of what you just said, you know, last week I was in the theater every day. So my days did not feel very balanced because I'm also preparing for a couple Mm -hmm. of conventions that are coming up. So I have to look at, you know, the course of two weeks and say, okay, Am I taking more time to rest this week and I am taking it easy this week because last week was bad and then or was not bad, but uh, was chaotic. Mm -hmm. And so what then are those financial literacy tools that I've already set up in place in my life to make sure that I don't have to worry about that balance and I don't have to take every single job that comes my way? And that I can experience that shift on a whole level. And I really, so we do at Stage Creators Network, I do offer coaching, mm-hmm. um, industry coaching. And that is one of my favorite things to coach on is just having, putting how to put these tools in place and things that you can start thinking of uh, in order to set yourself up for success and not burn out. Yeah. That burnout prevention is a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And that can happen pretty quickly because it's so easy to fill up that calendar, even if you're already filled. Right. So I really appreciate that, that attention to, to that detail of looking further in the, in the future about how to prevent things from becoming overloaded. Uh, so my last question for you here is uh, how can people find you? And then specifically, are you working with all artist types? Are you working with specifically just artists in the theater? And that could be backstage. It could be actors, uh, composers, musicians. Let me know. So you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Ann Styles. Um, you can find uh you can find me on Stage Creators Network. You can log in, create an account. And then Stage Creators Network is also on TikTok. Um, if you're on TikTok, it's just at Stage Creatives Network. Um, and we are what, like all anyone who works in the theater is welcome to join, welcome to coach. Um, I have in, I consider industry coaching to be uh more more holistic um if you're okay. career coaching uh and you're interested in like booking services or attending programming it's not going to be for a specific like educational mindset if that makes sense like i'm not going i'm we don't we're not interested in offering like acting classes or um, how to do X, Y, and Z, because a lot of that is already covered within the industry and you can find it other places. Like I said, a lot of the coaching that we provide and the programming that we're going to provide is about those four pillars that Mm -hmm. are transferable to 
um, multiple different genres. Okay. So any discipline within the industry basically come your way. Yeah. Amazing. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Even if I, uh, if I don't know, like if I've never worked in the job that you work in, chances are I know people. <laughs> chances are you yeah. know people that do. And are you looking to, is this, is this, are you hoping this be international? Is it kind of, is it regional right now? Right now. So most, most of the people on the site are Chicago based. Okay. Um, the, but it's open to anyone. There are people from all around the country. Um, there are, there, I think we have a couple of people from the UK, but I primarily put out programming and resources and content for people in the US. Okay. Um, just because it is a different theater atmosphere, it's a yeah. different, uh, it's a whole different ballgame. And it's not one that I am really familiar with. So I don't want to give anyone misinformation and start like promoting internationally. I will say that if you are an international person who, who's listening to this and you want a resource, uh, Theater Art Life is a really great website to go on because they are more about like the global stage for, mm-hmm. um, for theater I like stage creatives network is more targeted for people who work uh, backstage and on stage within the U S. Okay. Terrific. Thank you for the clarification there. And this has been a delightful conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the show and any last thoughts before we say goodbye. I don't think so, but I will say Um, We are going to be at USITT and SETC in March. So if you are in the St. Louis area or the Lexington area, feel free to send me a message. Um, Come find us at the booth if you're going to the conventions or just come say hi if you live in one of those areas and and even if you're not going to the convention but you work in theater or you work in the performing arts or the art world and you say (laughs) i want to grab a coffee let me know i'll see if i can um fit it in because like i said i love networking with people i love connecting with people and i would love to to get to know anyone um who wants who's more interested in hearing about uh what we're trying to offer Beautiful. Thank you. It was lovely to have this conversation. Absolutely. Thank you. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Are You Waiting for Permission? If you like what you heard, please like, comment, subscribe, and leave us a review. We would sure appreciate it. Also, we want to give a special shout out to Amy Shelley and Gary Grandi of High Fiction for letting us use their music in this podcast. All right, my friends, until next week. Bye.